I don't know where this one's going. However, I know what it's going to be called. It's going to be called Contemplations. I've had this one rolling around inside my mind for a while now. I've actually probably really been avoiding it. And look, by calling it Contemplations, I'm in no way uh, comparing myself to Marcus Aurelius. However, I, I couldn't think of another title. That's just been the thing that's been running around inside my head for quite a little while now. After the episode with Bob, I suppose, I got a bit fired up and I still don't disagree with anything that I said uh, during that conversation. However, I was also in the middle of researching for episode 150 in which we're going to talk about 1984 by George Orwell. I listened to it over audiobook, and I really don't want to say too much about it. However, I'm not going to lie, because it really was um, quite defeating, uh, that book. And, and, and not a, a little disturbing, because it's not difficult to draw similarities to today. I got away for a week, and I've been back for about a week, and... Yeah, I went five hours north of here, uh, five hours north of southeast Queensland, and um, no one's wearing masks up where I went. In fact, no one's wearing masks or really adhering to any of the directives about 45 minutes north of here. So it's literally only within the uh, what we, we, we're dubbing the Ring of Steel of southeast Queensland. And... Look, observing, I, I want to I I say a few things. However, I want to take you on a little bit of a journey first, okay? What I want you to do is just pause for a second if you can. And if you can't, just pause in your mind. And I want you to try and reset your perspective. And have a think about things from a different angle right see if you can get back to zero i know it's hard it's been an interesting time however i want to say some statements so let's just take a deep breath and just reset now i'm gonna say to you that we you know for, for the international listeners we have a shop called bunnings it's like a hardware store but a massive hardware store chain. And they just had pop-up Quaxine stores, places. Um, so you go to, and, and, and a very Aussie thing is we have, they cook sausages in bread outside the, outside the Bunnings stores, and that's like a, an Australian institution, a lot of local sporting charities, etc., and basically how it was sold to us. And just think about how ridiculous these words are. Go down to your local Bunnings and get a Quaxine and a Snag while you pick up the hardware. Go to a hardware store for a medical procedure and a sausage. If you achieved an objective sense then when I said those words you would have went wait what the fuck because that's the reaction you should have and if it's the reaction you didn't have then you need to question yourself why because with a sense of normality and look to be honest a little bit of good old-fashioned we're not going to do what we what you tell us point of view in the places where I was when I went away, it made me wonder whether or not the powers that be here in southeast Queensland really believe that the entirety of Queensland is wearing a mask. Because we're not. Now understand, we've had zeros on zeros on zeros on zeros here in Queensland and we're still wearing masks. However, look, I mean, just that that alone, right? I suppose the reason I've been avoiding this and the reason that um, 
Look, I'll be honest and say I had some very real thoughts about ending this podcast for good at episode 150, which is coming up. And look, the reason that I thought that, it's it's because, look, we've all been affected by this, yeah? And I put in a lot of time with this show, indie podcasts were popular at the end of 2019, going into 2020, and I thought, boom, yeah, the, the podcast is going to take off during 2020, bang, COVID hits, every man and his dog's got a podcast. My dog probably does have a podcast, I haven't asked him yet, I better do that. However, and look, I, I the awesome listeners that still download this and you know, have sent me some very kind words over the over the years and, and especially this year and last year. I, I I can't express my appreciation enough. However, this whole thing is tough on all of us. And I suppose my issue is I can't keep my mouth shut about this stuff, you know, and I don't necessarily want to become a target. I've got a family and, and children. However, what do you do? You know, when, when, when stats come across your desk, like uh, I, there's only been like 300 and something myocarditis, uh, there's only been 300 and something myocarditis events in the Navy in 30 years, but from January to September, there's been 1,125 and no one knows why. I mean, we're being bullshitted to on such an insane level. And the story is is fast falling apart. If even look, and again, I'm not. Ah, oh, I'm not anti-vax. If you've chosen to do that, fine. My issue is that most of the people that I know chose to do it, did it because they felt they had to, not because they wanted to. They felt coerced. Right? They felt like that they had to do it. They felt coerced into it. And that is actually not what should happen. For fuck's sake, they're offering a million dollar lottery. That is literal coercion. Again, let me let, let's let's reset. If you get a needle, you might get to win a million dollars. Are you serious? If I'd have said to you those words in 2019 you would have had me committed yeah however here we are and I suppose for me no matter how much I try and remain observant and not be sucked in and you know and you know there's only X amount of things that I can do or not do got to you know keep hustling and all those things however to pretend that the entirety of our society is not in very real danger. I can't ignore that, and I can't be quiet about it, and I think that was part of the reason I thought of folding it up. Look, I'm not going to. My wife wouldn't let me. My listeners wouldn't let me. You guys wouldn't let me. My boys wouldn't let me. However, it was a very real thought. You know, and some of my posts have been borderline aggressive however you know I this room I'm literally looking around the refinery here and there's got to be no joke between uh, probably 50 to 70 history books in the bookcases and I'm not going to say I've read all of them but I've read most of them right and a lot of them are you know, I've got a few on Kokoda, I've got a few on different battles on, on you know, politics and World War Two, and there's only one way that this ends. I saw a, a, a tweet the other day and it was like someone who studied the, the regime that rose before World War Two, and I said, oh, you know, everyone keeps saying it's this is the start, this is the start. And they said, no, I've actually studied this for 20 years. We're actually several steps along the way. And I have grave concerns 
for me, but more for my children. What kind of world are they going to exist in? And, you know, that the level of blind compliance by a percentage of the population is highly disturbing. And I don't understand why, why, look, (laughs) before I went to air tonight, I learned that they uh, have every every major platforms pulled down the the rap song let's go brandon because uh, it got to number 4 on the iTunes charts and YouTube and everything else like that and yeah let's go brandon that that is so fucking hilarious you know something like that does give me a little bit of faith in humanity because the internet always wins yeah let's go brandon i mean look i don't want to even get started on that however I don't disagree. I'm going for Brandon too. However, when we... <laughs> Look, my... What is going to make... Here's a contemplation. What is going to make the silent majority stand? What will it take? Because they're coming for our children. They are. There's no doubt about that now. Um, And for what? You know, I, I don't quite understand. How far do they think they're going to take this? Where is the line going to be? And where is the line where the silent majority, we outnumber and can speak if we choose? Is there going to be a line where the silent majority stand or are we too addicted to our comfort and our sugar and our electronic devices and our distractions and our materialism? Yeah, it's been a bit of a, uh, look, it's interesting, I should say, polar, os- but, oh, the, 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 the polar opposites here in, in, in unlocking the code. Because on one hand, I've been researching 1984 and making a lot of notes about that. And on the other hand, we've been researching the triptych. And that'll be next episode. And the, the, look... It's the answer, right? The, the dark and the light and you are the balance. It's the God self. You are the God self. This is the whole thing, individual power. and The reason we don't have power anymore is they, they externalized it. You know, they made, the, you know, whoever it is the, in the Abrahamic religions, the, the chosen being uh, external to the religion, whereas really it's you, right? Everyone has the dark, the light, the left, the right, and, and it's you. You are the God self. And then you got 1984. And then you've got 2021. It's like, here's the answer to pretty much all of your questions. And it actually, you know, there's a, a, a massive body of evidence to suggest that that is what the ancient megalithic society was all about. They were about the triptych, the God self, the left, the right, the balance. And that if we all could actually embrace that, then we could change society. However, then we have... Now, crack scene pop-ups at um, at the beach this weekend and at our theme parks. So you're going to go and get a medical procedure and then go on a roller coaster. I wonder how this will age, but 10 bucks says someone dies on a roller coaster this weekend. And I don't want that to happen. However, they make you hang around for 15 minutes in case you have a reaction. They're going to send you into a theme park. So you can go on the double thunder loop or whatever the bloody hell it is. How is that not ridiculous to say? And look, the, uh, I just I, I it, it blows my mind. You know, the quicker I give my rights away, the quicker I'll give them back. 
They say, the quicker I give my rights away, the quicker they'll give them back, said the person who wrote no history book. Oh, really messed this one up, didn't I? The quicker I give my rights away, the quicker they will give them back, said the person who's read no history book ever. Like, how people are not terrified by the censorship and the gross manipulation and the neuro-linguistic programming and all of the data points that make up the fact that this smells bad. I don't quite know what to tell those people anymore. You know, and I, look, I wonder the amount of coughs and sniffles that I know that have gone through my community, I wonder whether one of them is the dreaded beer virus. I wonder. Right, if I could get an antibody test without the tactical response team knocking on my front door, I'd get it. I reckon I've got them. I reckon I do. And why the sudden rise in all these different respiratory illnesses? Maybe because you're sucking through a three-day-old mask, right? And anything apart from N95 mask doesn't really do much. But we can't say that. You know, how many different Harvard, Oxford, high university studies do we need? But for every one of those, there is an argument. We must trust the science. Like we trusted the science of DDT, or we trusted the science of using Agent Orange on our vegetables. Or we trusted the science of asbestos. My grandfather died of asbestos. Copped a brain tumour because he was the chief engineer in, our, in the HMAS Melbourne. And the place was covered in it. It was a miracle. Miracle. Now it costs tens of thousands of dollars to dispose of properly because it's highly dangerous. The sugar industry paid for the study to tell us that fat was bad and we fell for it when it's really sugar's bad fat is good well not all fats but fat is good especially for guys you know older guys that are not getting any younger like myself you know doctors were prescribing cigarettes to pregnant ladies in the 50s trust the science you know how we have and look, most of the people that are listening to this probably already agree with me, and I understand that. However, this is just contemplations, okay? I think in order for me to move forward mentally, I had to get this out of my head, and I had to do this one by myself. I mean, how, how people aren't terrified of the overreach, right, with these politicians across the planet are breaching human rights because a global corporation or the pharmaceutical industrial complex has told them so in the name of safety right if you how you can still think this is about safety I don't know right so let's say you chose to be part of the medical experiment. And it's totally fine whether you did. I understand. And look, people that are older, I do completely understand. Right? However, we should also respect each other's choices as well. Okay, I'm pro-freedom. I've had, I don't even, I couldn't tell you how many vaccines that I've had people. Just for the record, okay? I travelled into the jungles of Papua New Guinea and Indonesia and the Philippines and all that stuff and I had needles all the time to go into those places. Right? However, the needles that I were taking to go into those places have been developed over the last 30 years. Not the last 10 months. Well, it wasn't even. Six months when they started getting rolled out earlier this year. If you believe that, if they haven't, you know, if they haven't been working on it for a long time. And you would think with the hundreds of thousands of deaths across the world 
because no one dies of anything else anymore. It's amazing. It's eradicated heart disease, cancer, you know, car accidents. It's amazing what this thing has done. Just so we understand for my Australian listeners, 3,000 people a week die in Australia every week. Regardless of what you do. Right? And interestingly, the death rate went down and the population went up in 2020 during the worst pandemic the world has ever seen. And let's not pretend that mainstream media is mainstream media. It is corporate media. Because, let's be honest, honest, you know, well, honest perspectives from genuine people type media and investigative people is not what the mainstream media is anymore. It's manipulated. It's controlled. It's biased. You know, Facebook can censor every single post that says anything about COVID. However, when it comes to the, you know, what is it, some ridiculous number of children going missing, and the fact that pretty much every, you know, the, the major institutions, Hollywood, church, politics, they're all got a bunch of rock spiders. But Facebook can't do that. But we can censor every single post that has anything to do with the old B virus. That kind of reach and that kind of censorship should scare the shit out of you. Mainstream media reported there was hundreds of people at the protest in Perth on the weekend. This past weekend. Conservative estimates are 12,000. That's not a couple of hundred. We are being fucked with. We are being manipulated. You know, and I, I kind of feel like a broken record because I don't know how many fucking times I've said this. Fear and control and divide and conquer are the oldest methods in the world to control a population and we're letting them do it again. And they're making unbelievable treasure off us at the same time. For those that got all the free money over the last 19 months, and look, you know, some of that stuff did come to our for my family as well, of course. That's the reality of existence here. However, to pretend that we don't have to pay that money back, they didn't just print $300 billion out of the fucking air. Our children, our children's children will be paying back that debt. Yeah. And it didn't stop tens of thousands of businesses closing across Australia, did it? It didn't stop thousands of people killing themselves. The Australian Bureau of Statistics will not release the suicide stats for 2020. The reason being that it's probably going to be Conservatively, five times the amount that the old beer virus has caused. Not conservatively, 10 to 15 times. So 10 to 15 times more people killed themselves last year than anything else. We can't talk about that though. Because then we're going to have to ask ourselves how we measure life. What is a life worth? Because at the moment, the mental health, the physical health, the economic strain that this has put on millions and mil tens of millions of families around the globe. If not, you know, there's seven and a half billion people. How many think? How many families do you think have been affected by this thing in the last 19 months? Could it be billions? It could be at least be tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions. Let's be straight about it. Hey, do you know a person that hasn't been affected? You know, I just wanted to be a podcaster, a mountain biker, and a father and help my wife with her business and grow our businesses and have a successful pod podcast. You know, I've lost 60% of my income over the last, you know, during COVID. 60%. In, and I didn't find teaching. Teaching found me. However, 
teaching's been made very difficult when you have to be 1.5 metres away from each other. I still train over Zoom. It's not the same. And look, I'm not by no means the worse off. Do you know I've had 757 jumbo pilots, I've had Michelin star chefs, I've had gym owners, I've had cafe owners, I've had a plethora of small to medium business owners through my courses over the last 18 months resorting back to trying to get a labouring job in the construction industry or just trying to do anything, stacking boxes and working at a business of 15, 20 years. Michelin star chefs, jumbo jet pilots. Look, I appreciate their hustle, however, what is worth what? What the fuck are we talking about here? And how, in every single God's name across the multiverse, is every anybody agreeing that this is okay? Because let's, you know, there's a, there's an undeniable stat that I will continue to repeat, and hasn't got any worse. The average age of death for coronavirus in Australia is 85. The average life expectancy, I think, is 74 and 77, men and women, respectively. So the average age for people dying is eight years past the life expectancy of the general population. Again, if you can achieve some sort of objective understanding of that, what the fuck? And how are we not, how is the entire world not put together an investigative team to find out where this came from? Right? And, oh, look, I can say this now, you know, because this will end up being posted to YouTube. I can say now that it came from the lab in Wuhan that Fauci probably paid for. I mean, this is undeniable. You don't have to do too much digging. There's no conspiracy about that. The gain-of-function research was tied in with the lab at Wuhan, which was doing the research on exactly what we're dealing with right now. However, how are we not investigating that? Why is that not top priority to find out where it came from? Not only that, it's considered racist if you, in some certain, you know, corporate media circles, if you even pose the question. Look, it's, there's no, talking about questions and contemplations, there's no question in my mind that this is the finest piece of biological warfare that the world has ever seen. The question is, is how far are we going to let them take it? Because right now, pretty much a vast majority of all corporate power and political power are actually causing crimes against humanity. No shit. Yeah? Like, that's not, I'm not joking around when I say that. That is not me being conspiracy minded. That is what they are doing. They're, they're pushing a medical experiment on their own population. And, and how the fuck are we... Do people now trust in the government? If I'd have said to you in 2019 that we're going to turn, on, turn over total emergency power to all the state governments and all this sort of stuff, everyone said, no fucking way, how corrupt are they? But now, because we need a space study, it's back to the space study. It's always back to the space study. We need someone to tell us what to do because we have no personal responsibility and no personal sovereignty and but that comes back to the other research I've been doing the triptych man it is the balance you are I am God you are God we are God if you choose to be how do we now have trust in company pharmaceutical companies that we just we point blank knew and still know that they try and push stuff on us. They're, they're responsible for the opioid crisis, for fuck's sake. How many hundreds of thousands of people have died? How many people have had troubles with those drugs? And 
Like, what are we talking about? You now think that they want to eradicate illness? A pharmaceutical industrial complex wanting to eradicate illness is as stupid as saying the military industrial complex wants to eradicate war. It's not going to fucking happen. And why aren't we getting, you know, free cancer treatments? If it's so, if the, if the cost of life is so important. And when it's quite, it's becoming abundantly clear... Multiple countries now have implemented, you know, the horse drink or the horse medicine, right? And it works, along with a few different other things. But none of those things make money. But this isn't about money. How people are not aware to that. They are so addicted to their comfort. I think that's the issue, yeah? Look, and I don't, I don't blame people that have been pressured into doing what they have to do. You know, I live a fairly modest existence. However, I know people that are, whoo, millions of dollars in debt. I can't imagine what their weekly repayments are to try and keep up with the Joneses. And you have that never-ending pressure, so you will do whatever it takes to do to maintain that existence that you can't really afford, that you've got credit from the state that doesn't really exist to be able to do. Yeah? It's all foobar. It's all fairy dust. It doesn't actually exist. Money doesn't exist. It's numbers in a computer. Or the big, you know, again, what do we owe now? $220, $30 trillion to who? The world owes $230 trillion. To fucking who? Right, the, the, old, the old line is to the Decepticons, right? Is that who we owe the money to? What are we talking about? We also understand that in every level of government, every level of religion, every level of every single major institution is corruption and some pretty nasty stuff. Doesn't matter which way you look at it. Doesn't matter what it is, right? But if they can screw that fear handle and get you and make you scared, then they have the control, right? I mean, what what are we even talking about? The things that I've said tonight are fucking patently insane. However, there got to be questions that we get asked. Because the fact that some of the stuff that I've said tonight is taboo and, and couldn't be asked, you know, and let's face it, if I was a, a bigger platform, would probably be taken off down, down off YouTube, we'll see. I have had stuff taken off YouTube for sure, right? However... Yeah, I mean, how do you, <laughs> what are we doing here? The world has gone mad and is going to continue to descend into madness. I do not think that we've seen the darkest days of this. I think that they are coming, or at least here in Australia they are coming. They are going to double down and triple down before they give in, before they'll let go of the narrative. But where does it end? And what is going to make the silent majority stand? And how far are you going to be willing to go to hold the line? Because they will run over us if we do not hold the line. You know... I created this podcast to explore ideas and explore consciousness and and help men with mental health and help myself with mental health and gain the lessons and, and learn those lessons. You know, and after many years and, and, and many dark nights of the soul and many journeys in, inwards, I let go of the rage that a lot of men are still governed by. I don't have that anymore. 
because whilst I understand that the darkness must exist with the light, you know, my monster is sleeping. He's not dead. I do not mistake kindness for weakness. And I really just wanted to continue that journey. Maybe evolve teaching to speaking and, you know, working with the Black Dog Brotherhood and a few other bits and pieces. That's what I really wanted to do and, and, and explore and, you know, create footage and hopefully find a, some missing piece to the megalithic puzzle here in Australia or, the, you know, the ancient civilization puzzle here in Australia. And that's why I created this, you know. It was, just, it was, it was pure of intent. Right? Anyone that's listened to me for a period of time knows that this is who I am. If you were to run into me in the street, if you were to talk to me outside of this, this is who I am. You guys get me. I'm genuine. I'm honest. This is me. And I'll tell you when I fuck up. And I'll tell you when I'm falling. And I'll tell you when I'm failing. Because that's fucking life, yeah? However, the plan didn't go to plan. And I will keep going. And I will keep researching. And I will keep digging. And I will keep trying to unlock that code. However, I know myself and a lot of boys and a lot of a lot of people out there that have spent years trying to put their monster in, in you know, and look, my monster doesn't live in a cage. You can't cage your monster. That's not going to work for you, okay? And here's a little thought experiment for those that haven't dealt with their monster yet. Where does he or she live inside your head? What kind of place is it? I'll tell you that my monster inside my head lives in a cool pad. It's got a steam room and a gym and a big TV and, you know, video games and, you know, it's comfortable. He has whatever he's want, he's comfortable. Because the darkness will always be a part of you. That's part of the balance, understanding and recognizing that. So give your monster somewhere comfortable to sleep and he will sleep or she will sleep. However, what these... What's happening right now, this current situation, is stirring the monster in all of us. You know, and it feels a bit like a Hulk moment, you know, you won't like me when I'm angry. Because I'm not angry at the moment. I am disappointed. I definitely feel some anger at times, however... It's more a version of, of, of frustrated and dumbfounded disappointment and, you know, mixed in with some fear for my children and what kind of future they're going to have and what happened to the, the lucky country that I grew up in, you know? And what's going to happen is they're going to wake the monster up in people they don't want to make the wake the monster up in. And I'm not trying to um, promote violence or anything else like that. But however, you're not coming for my kids. You're just not doing that. Right? I'm a sovereign being and I've made my decision. However, you're not going to line my children up. You're just not going to do it. No one I know that you're lying. This is the whole point. You know, surely even those of you that were maybe on opposite sides or different sides to me can see now that this smells, right? It's pretty fucking, there's some bullshit going on. You know, when, well, I don't know why personal responsibility and critical thinking went the way of the dodo, however they did. But I implore you, if, you, if, you've, if you've gotten this far and you still disagree with some of the things that I'm saying, spend 10 minutes with your friend who never... Never bend it, never, never wanted to steer down the narrative. Just spend 10 minutes with that person. And by the way, they're saying that, like, the vaccine or the quaxine hesitant, uh, most of them are highly intelligent people, right? So you've got highly intelligent people, you've got, you know, lawyers, medical professionals, all these people just losing their jobs because they don't want to take part in it, yet you think that they're just, you know, a bit controversial. They're not doing it for any reason. These people that have nothing to lose, 
sorry, these people that have everything to lose, aren't they? Not nothing. Everything. And they're willing to do that. And you don't want to look into why. You, know, you don't want to look into the fact, yes, the hospitals are full at the moment. They're full of people with blood clots and heart conditions and myocarditis. It's interesting. You can find a list of those. There's side effects for something. I'm not too sure what it is. This is... We are witnessing the fall of Western society. That is what is happening now. And it always happens this way. As I said, I've got history books all over the place. I could read one to you and pretty much say exactly what's happening now. The corruption and the greed gets to a level where it's unmanageable and they force the people into doing something that they probably shouldn't do and the people either comply or comply start and they fight back and then they get taken over because they're weak. And we are weak. We've had a lot of good times, yeah? A lot of soft times. 80% of us have never experienced an emergency situation. And that's a good thing, I suppose. However, you've also got no contrast, do you? You don't know what to do when faced with an emergency situation. Now you've been faced with one for 20 months and you still don't know what to do. And again, I'm not pointing this at anybody. I'm just, I'm ranting. However, soft times make weak men. And it's also become abundantly clear to me that we as men, this, this all falls on the shoulders of men. Have no, I've got no doubt about that. All right, we fucked up. Big time. And we fucked up because we lost the, the we've lost the balance, right? We've lost the trying to achieve that balance. The balance is we all have different sides to self. We've talked a lot about Miyamoto Mushashi and the five rings and you know the healer, the lover, the artist, the father, then the warrior. Right? How many of those things do you honor? Do you know what and this is an interesting one. Do you know that the reason that knights you know, and all, we all want to be knights. The reason that knights were created was to protect the queen, the divine feminine. Because that is seen as the most important, was seen in traditional and ancient times as one of the most important jobs. Because the feminine is the balance to the masculine, is the you know the dark, the light, the the good, the bad, everything else like that. That was what it was for. What happened to chivalry, by the way? What happened to being a gentleman? What happened to integrity, to honour, to respect? What happened to these things that, as men, made us good men? When did we let when did we let the greed based dog eat dog? He who dies with the most toys wins. Bullshit. Fucking society that does not serve our soul. When did we let that be the dominating narrative? I think it happened slowly. I think we've been sold out slowly. This is the whole point. Look, you know, the reason you guys haven't heard me heard from me for a while, I've been in a bit of an interesting place, yeah? Like researching 1984 and listening to Bob and and seeing what's happening in my country. And, and countries around the globe and, and, and looking how people are going to be re- reacting. And it's been an interesting time of reflection and, you know, c- contrasting information and understanding. And, you know, it's, it's so difficult. I, I, modern society was hard enough as it was. You know, we, we've talked about this on the podcast years ago where it's like, you know, being a parent and trying to hold down a job and keep your household running in modern society because of the cost of living and all the things, blah, 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 was difficult enough as it is. Like I said, I live a fairly modest existence. However, I know people that are millions of dollars in debt. I can't imagine what their weekly repayment is before they can buy food and what kind of pressure that that creates. So when then, when the authority tells you to do something because you are flat out just trying to survive day to day, week to week, minute to minute, second to second, 
then you, you're probably going to comply because you don't have time to contemplate. You don't have time to observe things critically. Because if you, you know, and that's why I don't blame anyone for doing whatever they've seen to do. You know, why, you know, why is it having an objective perspective and a, and a considered look at something? You must do the line. You must. It is your last chance, right? There's a couple of different news sources that suggest that the camps that are being outside, being built in regional Queensland, are, 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 for, are for the unquaxinated. Does that mean they're going to lock us up because we chose not to take part in their miracle experiment? Just think about that for a second. I mean, hey, how are they going to do that? But what in the fuck are we talking about here? How, and again, people get drunk on power. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And we're seeing that. And they're not going to give it back. What makes you think they're going to give it back? Because you think they're good? Just for the record, governments of the governments of the world in the twentieth century killed nearly three hundred two hundred and sixty two million people. That's in a hundred years, so what's that? That's two point six two million people a year. Obviously that wasn't every year, however think about that. Two point six two million people a year, if you average it out over a hundred years in the twentieth century were killed by their own governments and you think they give a shit about you and you think it's not about them and power and corruption I mean how the fuck they sold us out here in Australia we let them do it obviously however and they did it slowly and sneakily however they sold us out anyone that pay attention for five minutes and they can see that that's what's happening and I just shudder to think what the future brings us people Look, those who took the time to listen to this, thank you. And those that, again, those that have reached out to me, my awesome listeners around the globe and had conversations with me and thanked me for my honesty, I really appreciate that. And look, tonight's pretty raw. I've actually decided I'm not going to edit it at all. I'm just going to snip at both ends and send it. Because I needed to get these words out. And... Again, those that hung around to listen, thank you very much. We've got some very interesting subjects coming up. The podcast that uh, the next one to do with the triptych. Look, it blew my mind. It blows, still blowing my mind, and I hope you guys feel the same way. However, I'm going to sign off. Please, please think critically. Do the best to think objectively, to take that deep breath, take that three to five seconds, break it down and keep it simple and just have a think. And it is wrong for them to come after our children. It is wrong. And there's no need for it. And don't line up for something a third time that didn't work properly the first time. How ridiculous is that? Okay. Please stay safe, look after your families, embrace your tribe, reach out, connect. Okay. And look, connect with me if you like, unlocking the code nine at gmail.com, facegram uh, facegram. Facegram and Instabook, unlocking the code. And just stay safe, guys, okay? Take a deep breath, move slowly, engage discipline. Train, train, train. You're going to need to be training. You need to be physically strong because you're going to need to be mentally strong. And look after your family. Hold them close. Be kind, be cool, stay safe. And we'll talk soon. Cheers. Today, I 